What's going on, everyone? This is Drew Code Sports Talk. I am your host, Andrew Wright, and over in his bedroom is my co-host, Cody Johnson. And the question that I always give you, Cody, how you doing, man? Hmm. Gosh, how shall I answer this? Uh, I'm doing Wait, fine. <laughs> let me ask you this. Okay. What are you drinking? Just water tonight, folks. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. It was one of those days okay. at work, and in order to get through the show, I had to drink coffee. So I'm trying to rehydrate myself because, uh, <laughs> you know, you can never you can never go wrong with water. So that's right. Yeah, water does the body so good. What What are you drinking over there, Drew? Um, I'm drinking uh, Gentleman's Jack, Jack Daniels. Oh, classy ho, huh? Well, I just finished two cups of tea, so we'll see if I'll make it through this at We may have to fit in an advertisement <laughs> we may, for the yeah. break. <laughs> we might have to take a break. Um, oh. No, man, I'm I'm really excited. Um, I'm excited about doing this. Uh, we kind of got a new series that we're that we started. Uh, we we went back to our top ten list and. Um, all of a sudden, uh, the NFL uh, put out their schedule for this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. And so you and I, I know we talked and you were like, well, should we jump on the bandwagon? And I go, yeah, we probably should do it as soon as possible. So uh, for the next few weeks, we are going to be going division by division um, and talking about the schedules and how we think the division is going to end up. Um, so... Um, you know, we're going to start with the NFC North today, mm-hmm. and uh, next week we will be doing the AFC North. So kind of in alphabetical order when we're talking about the North side, not the AFC, NFC, but uh, that way we can kind of end up with the AFC West last. So yes. That's for last. That's exactly. <laughs> so um, without further ado, I'm excited. Let's get going. All right, guys, so we are going to start in the NFC North talking about uh, this division and their schedule and kind of how we think it's going to look and uh, how we uh, think the uh, um, records are going to look like. Sorry, I lost my words there. Um, So, Cody, um, I think the best is to start from who's going to end up in last in the division and then we'll end with who is going to end up first in the division. Uh, Cause I feel like we're going to have more talking points with the better teams versus the weak teams. So that is, for um, sure. <laughs> so Cody, who is your number four in the NFC North? All right. So in the NFC North, I don't think it's any surprise. I've got the green Bay Packers dead last. I'm just, I'm, I'm kidding folks. I don't have them dead last. I actually, I have the Detroit lions dead last. Um, Honestly, other than drafting a um, Swift as their um, latest running back in this past draft, I don't see them being that much of a team to be worried about. Um, they've lost quite a bit of players on defense, and uh, their offense may be slightly better only because you've got uh, Stafford coming back hopefully healthier um, with Galladay and, um, and Marvin Jones Sr. Um, and hopefully having Swift uh, in the backfield. Um, you know, with carry on Johnson, hopefully that's a good one two punch to kind of get their offense rolling. But mm-hmm. honestly, they've got a pretty tough schedule in the NFC and especially in the North. Um, they've got three teams that 
you know, some, some years it's a coin flip to see who's going to win the division or who's going to take the wild card. So, um, you know, I have the lions record finishing at six and 10. Um, wow. I don't, yeah, I, I feel I'm like they'll improve. You gave yeah. them six wins. Yeah. Well, I feel like they'll improve slightly under Patricia. I feel like that they'll get, you know, an extra couple of games because he's been there a little bit longer. He's more of a defensive mind. I feel like they'll pull a few wins out by surprise and, uh, but again, like there's not much improvement. Uh, they did draft some offensive linemen, so I really think that'll help kind of protect Stafford, which will, you know, <laughs> be the reason why their offense will be a little better. But for the most part, I think Patricia's kind of in over his head, and this division's going to swallow them whole, and they're going to finish, in my opinion, dead last. Who do you have as uh, fourth place in this division? Well, first I was laughing because um, they got a bunch of offensive linemen, and the first thing I thought of was – you know, to maybe save Matthew Stafford from having another broken back. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's just ridiculous. They're like, oh, he broke his back? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should protect him. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh I just love the fact that it took them 10 years. They lost him, and then they were like, oh, well, well maybe we should do this. Yeah, you know? maybe. It was just like an oh, you know what? There's There's this all-pro potential offensive lineman that we should probably draft all right let's send in our pick we're drafting an inside linebacker what (laughs) who does that help if i'm stafford and i watch the draft every year and i see no offensive lineman until like round six i'm just like oh man this is not good (laughs) i better be getting paid a lot over 25 million dollars i'll take it okay that's fine (laughs) So, um, yeah, I have the Lions at number four. I don't think I'm, you know, I'm still shocked that you said six wins. I really am. I was looking at their schedule. I can see how you could get there where they could sneak out a couple of wins. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I see them possibly winning. They could win one against Green Bay, I think, Mm -hmm. um, at home. December 13th in week four, uh, in week four, week 14. Mm-hmm. So I can see how that could possibly be a win. Um, you know, I'm not sure how Atlanta is going to be. Uh, I'm kind of wishy-washy on Atlanta, so I can see another win there. Uh, but that's in Atlanta, so for me, that was a loss. So it was it, that one's tough. And, and also the Colts, too. I mean, I'm... I'm a little hesitant to give the Colts like, oh, this team is better. Mm-hmm. I think they are better than they are last year, but mm-hmm. I don't know by how much. Yeah. So uh, for me, I actually had them only one more win than they had this past year. I have them at four and 12 mm-hmm. going this year. Yeah. I think Another- this is Patricia's last year. Yeah. Another team I felt like would, they could sneak a win out is in, is Carolina. I mean, they have Teddy Bridgewater is their starting quarterback. Um, they're not really that much of an offensive threat outside of McCaffrey. We don't really know what yeah. Bridgewater's going to do, if he's going to air it out, if he's going to play it safe and do dunks to, to McCaffrey, of course. So, yeah. I mean, that's a game that the Lions could potentially, you know, have a slugfest with offensively. But, mm-hmm. you know, but Carolina did draft nothing but defensive players, and they're revamping their defense from top to bottom. So, you know, that could be a blowout or it could be a game that the Lions sneak in there. Yeah, I mean, um, I was actually week ten Detroit against Washington. Mm-hmm. I was actually up in the air about it because I do like Washington's team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm not, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of, of um, Dwayne Haskins, but I do think he is a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with the improvements that they've had this offseason and also obviously getting Ron Rivera, um, I really like Washington. Um, I think they're an interesting team. And they have a they have a very underrated defense, but from what we've seen over the years, Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. There's mm-hmm. you cannot deny it. Now, am I going to start my franchise with him? No, there's going to be a lot other quarterbacks, but he's got a great arm talent. He is a smart quarterback, but he doesn't win you a ton of games. Mm-hmm. He's a good serviceable serviceable quarterback, um, and he's probably, in my opinion. Um, he's, he's definitely the second best quarterback in that division, obviously under Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. And I think it's actually fairly close with Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, but Aaron Rodgers can win you a lot of games. I think Stafford can win you a limited amount of games. And so I think that's the difference. Yeah, I agree. And you know, Rodgers has a Super Bowl, and, and, uh, I think Stafford has sniffed the playoffs once. So, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's also that. Um, but, uh, it is a team sport. So, you know, let's, let's not go into a full debate here, but, right. um, you know, I, I was up in the air, but I did have Detroit end up winning that game, uh, against Washington because mm-hmm. it is at Ford field. Um, and so I just think Detroit is when you're home, it is a lot more comfortable. And when you're, when I'm in between games, I usually look, okay, who's at home? who's going to have that advantage and, mm-hmm. and it just so happens to be Detroit. Um, but yeah, I think it's Patricia's last year. I think he's, I think he's done after this. He, if he goes six and 10, if he goes four and 12, he's done. I he mean, pretty he much has to make the playoffs. He, he pretty much needs to make the NFC title game to just keep his job. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. And it's not, I don't think that Patricia is necessarily a bad coach. I think he went at this head coaching job the wrong way. He mm-hmm. was learning under Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick has earned the right to be, in lack of a better words, uh, a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, he can be that guy where he can, you know, no, that's stupid. Don't do that. You know, mm-hmm. he could say that to a player, and the player's like, oh. But if Matt Patricia says that, they're like, well, who are you, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were a goon for Belichick, you know? So, he hadn't earned that respect. And I think that's where it went wrong. Mm-hmm. And now his, you hear, uh, there's a lot of stories out there that a lot of the Lions players didn't or don't want to play for Patricia mm-hmm. because he tries to act like Belichick, but he hasn't earned it yet. Yeah. And I think that's where he's, uh, where he's running into a lot of, um, a lot of issues in my mm-hmm. opinion, but, yeah. um, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford, I think you're right. I think he's going to pull out some surprising wins. Um, I like your prediction of, of 6 and 10 a little bit better. But for me, I just, there was a lot of factors. And, and I will, honestly, I just, I'd rather lowball it at this point. So yeah. 4 and 12 for me. Um, watch, they're going to go 5 and 11. So oh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I was either waffling between... Honestly, four, five, or six wins. Like six wins was like yeah. okay. Like I feel like they'll improve better than three games, but not by much. They're not going seven and nine. They're not going eight and eight. They're not making no. that much of a leap. I don't think that no. their team is going to be that much better. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty low on them too. 
see the other one that I could see possibly was um, at Detroit against Minnesota week 17. Mm -hmm. But I think Minnesota at that point is going to still be fighting for a playoff spot. And I'll, you know, obviously we're going to talk about them later because they're all, they're in the NFC North as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, the Vikings defense, I just, I can't do it. It's not, it's not Kirk Cousins. Well, it could be Dalvin Cook because, you know, I, you know, I love Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the Detroit Lions at home, it, it would be tricky. I think it will be a close game, but I, I got to pick the Vikings defense on that. You know, yeah. yes, they got DeAndre Swift and I think that might help the Lions offense, but that's why I give them one extra win. I don't think it helps them that much. Yeah. Who do you have for your third place? I had the Chicago Bears, and okay. I thought I was going to be a lot lower mm-hmm. than I was because I'm not a fan of Trubisky. Uh-huh. Um, I love Matt Nagy. I love him, and it killed me to make them. I I said they were going to be five and eleven, so wow. they're definitely going down. Yeah, yeah, you had them tanking. They <laughs> they have a tough schedule, though. I mean. Um, the first two games, I think they could easily be two and L, but then they go at Atlanta. Um, then they have the Colts, which that could go either way. I think then you have Tampa Bay, but it's in Chicago, but Tom Brady has done well in cold weather. Obviously he was at new England. Mm-hmm. Um, then they have to go to Carolina and I like Carolina. I really think they're a good team and we'll get to them when we get to the NFC South. Mm-hmm. But I think Bridgewater is not a, a complete step down from Cam Newton. I think you're losing a little bit when you go to Bridgewater versus Newton, mm-hmm. but you still have, um, McCaffrey there and they drafted really good defensive guys. So I really like Carolina. Yes, they're missing Keekly, so that could be a big factor. But going into Carolina, I don't know. Then they play the Rams, and even though the Rams aren't what we what they were a couple of years ago, I still like them as a team. Mm-hmm. Then they have to face New Orleans, and I think there's no chance, even in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there's just so many, um, you know. Uh, out of division games that I just don't see them winning. I mean, like I said, the Giants, I think they'll win. Um, and Indianapolis, they have a chance, and you could make the argument for Carolina mm-hmm. um, and possibly LA. So they could be like seven and nine, but I don't see it happening. I, I really think that this Chicago team is taking a step back because of Trubisky. And let's say this, and I also did factor this in as well. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Trubisky is going to have a really bad game. I don't know when it's going to be. I mean, my guess would be week five against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to be a ton of chance and a ton of media going, okay, now it's time to put in Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. And I like Nick Foles, but he's not going to be the answer for the Bears. And I think it could even not necessarily be a worse step back, but it's not going to be a step forward. I mean, you're going to get a standstill and you're going to get the locker room at a loss. They're going to be like, well, who the heck is our quarterback? Mm -hmm. We're in the beginning of the year. And I think it's just going to be, uh, it's going to be treacherous for Chicago. I I don't, you know, 
uh, Brad, if you know, if you're listening, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bears are not looking good. Uh, Cody, who is your number three and why? So this is probably going to shock you. I have uh, the Green Bay Packers number three at eight and eight finishing the year. Wow. Now here's why. One, they've got a pretty tough schedule ahead of them. They've got, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, they're playing teams uh, like the 49ers. They've got to play New Orleans. They have to play the Eagles. They have to play Tampa. So those are going to be some tough teams. And I got to be honest, out of those four teams, I'd be surprised if they won two out of those four games. I, I almost think that those four games are a clean sweep that they'll lose all four. And here's why. Um, they haven't improved offensively at all. They did draft AJ AJ uh, Dillon, but they already have someone similar to him in Aaron Jones. Um, then you have kind of the front office and the head coach almost planning Jordan Love's ascent uh, ascendance into um, being the next quarterback when Aaron Rodgers still has four years left on his current deal, and he was one game away from the Super Bowl, and all you had to do is give him some more offensive help, or maybe even bolster the defense, which you didn't either. Um, and I really think that that fraction between basically the message that the Packers are sending Aaron Rodgers with, um, they're planning his, they're planning his departure rather than helping him win a Super Bowl now with his window kind of closing. Cause let's be realistic. Aaron Rodgers probably has about five to six decent years of football and maybe three of those at an elite level where he's at now before it, before he kind of, and this is going to be kind of crazy to say, but. You know, he's so elite that even in three years when he kind of tailors it back, he's still going to be top 10 in the NFL amongst, yeah. amongst quarterbacks. So in yeah. retrospect, like he's, he's in one of the classes all by himself right now. And we're kind of including him with Mahomes, Wilson, uh, Jackson, and then Rodgers because they're so elite. But even when Aaron Rodgers kind of, you know, takes a step back physically because he's getting older, he's still in the top 10, similar to Tom Brady, but uh, I think you and I can both agree that Aaron Rodgers' arm talent is so much better than Tom Brady's that he'll probably be able to prolong his career with just how talented his arm is. Can we? I'm sure we can agree on that. Um, yeah. It, if Rodgers can stay healthy, I think yes. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, the issue is Rodgers has gotten injured the last few years, and Brady mm-hmm. hasn't. So, yes, Brady has, step, has taken a step down um talent wise but he is still always on the field and his most you know lethal weapon right now is his mind Mm -hmm. which you can say aaron Rodgers has got a lethal weapon in his mind and his arm Mm -hmm. but he has to be on the field for that to work so i my answer would be yes but to a certain extent if he can stay healthy right i agree i think what makes it what helps is that he's so mobile that he can evade certain defenders, although that's also his Achilles heel. And we'll just, I'll just give an example of two seasons ago when he broke his collarbone because he was evading the pocket, turning him into a runner and he wasn't really protected by any roughing the passer. But so instead of that's his Achilles heel, that that would be his collarbone. It's either one. It's either one. It's, you know, (laughs) no, but anyways, I have the Packers again, like I said, finishing eight and eight Um, again, Rogers and the fraction between him and the front office is going to, I think trickle down all the way to the rest of the team. Um, and honestly, I kind of feel like that that's, this is going to be the start to Matt LaFleur's kind of um, uh, separation between the team in terms of like them trusting him because the front office isn't just going to pick some quarterback or trade up back into the first round to take some quarterback to take Aaron Rodgers without the coaches 
opinion or what he would like his team to look like after Rodgers. So, yeah. you know, there's going to be some division there because they're going to see like, it's not Rodgers. That's the problem. We needed these, we needed these X, Y, Z players or positions filled. And you, that's not what you address. Cause how many defensive players, even if we want to make that argument, did they pass up trading up to get Jordan love in the first round? You yeah. know, there was uh, some elite cornerbacks that they could have gotten. There was still some good linebackers in there, still some good nose tackles. So, you know, there's no way that you can say that Jordan Love was somebody that they couldn't pass on because they needed a quarterback. You don't need a quarterback. You needed a defense, and you passed on so mm-hmm. many defensive players. Um, that's that's a big reason why I have Green Bay here at 8-8. Eight and eight. And a lot of the reason, too, is, you know, when they go against Minnesota, Minnesota, I mean, is going to take a step back in terms of their defense, which I'll talk about. Um, but I think, you know, Green Bay is going to have a hard time going against them. They've also got games that they have to play, um, like I said, Philadelphia. Tennessee is going to be a tough matchup. Uh, New Orleans, Atlanta. Um, they even have a game at Houston. So, you know, these are really tough games. And especially mm-hmm. if your team isn't in sync, how it was last year, they had a great three, uh, 13 and three record. But I really think that this offseason, especially the draft, is really going to take a toll on the team. And, you know, you're, you, we're going to see it. We're going to see the dysfunction, the miscommunication. Um, you know, those stories about Aaron Rodgers changing the plays at the, uh, in the huddle from what Mark, Mark, uh, Matt, Mc, uh, Matt, Mike McCarthy originally <laughs> called, we're going to be hearing that all over again, you know, yeah. and it's going to be worse because uh, LaFleur doesn't have a voice because he's such a new head coach. You know, obviously Rogers is only going to give him so much respect because again, Rogers is one of the most elite quarterbacks and the smartest quarterbacks the game's ever seen. And he's, you know, he's, he can very easily, turn this team and, and run whatever play he wants and LaFleur is not going to do anything. What do you do? Pull him, you know, then, yeah. you know, then who's making the bigger mistake. So that's where I have the green Bay Packers finishing number three for me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I mean, I disagree. Um, and I mean, I'll go into uh, the Packers later because obviously I haven't mentioned them yet. Mm-hmm. But um, you do make valid points. I mean, you're you're right. They have probably one of the so far that I've looked up. They've they probably have one of the hardest away schedules mm-hmm. this season. Um, you know, they start their year at Minnesota. That's already a tough place, and that's a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, week two, then they go home. Week three, they go to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, you know, then they go home. And then week six, they have a bye. And then week six, uh, they have Tampa Bay mm-hmm. in Tampa Bay. But, I mean, you could make the argument, you know, they are coming off the bye week there. So, I mean, maybe they, they put up a better fight. But for the most part, to go at Tampa Bay, I think a lot of people are picking um, Tom Brady over a lot of teams right now. And then, like you mentioned, uh, at Houston, that's already that's still tough. Even though I don't think Houston got better, I think they got worse. Um, you know, you can never count out Deshaun Watson. Uh, and then later on, they go week nine to San Francisco. So it's it's a pretty tough start to um, to the to the season for sure. So, um, Cody, I want to know. I am so shocked that you said Packers at three. <laughs> still mm-hmm. kind of blown away by that. Um, I can probably guess who your number two is, but uh, why don't you tell us who number two is? 
All right. Well, since you'll probably guess right, I mean, you only have a 50-50 shot. Better odds than Vegas. So, <laughs> yeah, <that's> uh, <laughs> so number three, I have the Chicago Bears finishing second in the division. Um, the I Bears. Actually, the Bears. I have them finishing 10-6. and six. Um, Wow. Yeah. Well, Where? Here, okay. Well, here's why. Um, I don't think Trubisky's starting the season. I don't think he's going to finish the season. So I think Matt Nagy traded for Nick Foles for a reason. And I don't want to say that I'm a Foles believer, but I think that he does give them an edge um, at quarterback because he's he is a veteran. Um, he's played in the NFC mo- majority of his career, actually his entire career. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, and that's a little different. But anyways, Nagy <laughs> is very creative, and I think that Nick Foles is a – is talented enough to get down the offense. And, um, you know, they do have good players. I mean, they have uh, Allen Robinson, the second. Uh, they do have uh, Tyreek Cohen still. Um, they did also um, – they drafted, I think, a tight end, but they also did sign Jimmy Graham, which I don't really like. But, they, you know. <laughs> he went and got, like – I think they have, like, five tight, five tight ends this yeah, offseason. No, I think they I think went they, and got Jimmy yeah. Graham – and then they drafted like two or three tight ends. Yeah. It, was, it was something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but another reason why, too, is I really think that this Bears defense is making a comeback this season. Um, they, really did, uh, they really did a good job in free agency and drafting, in my opinion. And they did get Robert mm-hmm. Quinn this offseason. They did, they did sign Cleo Max brother uh, as an, un, uh, as an un, uh, undrafted free agent. Yeah, they which, did that as a favor. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised. Although I was looking at his build, he's slightly smaller than his brother, but I think he's going to be a roaming linebacker where he's like in coverage, where his brother, where obviously Khalil doesn't do well because Khalil is really good about rushing and getting pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think um, his brother obviously is going to be one that drops back into coverage and is mobile enough to to cover, you know, those shifty backs or any sort of tight end that comes over. So I think that this defense is actually going to be a lot more stout it won't be as dominant as two seasons ago when it was like, you couldn't get anything from these guys. But I really do think that again, they're not going to run. They're not going to run the NFL, but this division, I really think that they can easily get two to four wins out of. And then you like, they can easily find six more wins just in simple competition. Like they've got to play the giants. You know, we're not like, like what you said, we're not sure about Atlanta. So they can easily win against Atlanta. Um, You know, they could easily take Minnesota games from them or at least split them. So that's seven to eight wins right there. So I think that their defense is going to essentially carry them. Now, will they be great offensively? Not really, but I think they will be just enough to where they'll pull out some wins. And again, I think Nick Foles is a better upgrade at Trubisky, even though I don't agree with it. I really think that they should have gone after Cam Newton. If they got Cam yeah. Newton, they're a for sure playoff team in my opinion. Oh, but. yeah. Then yeah, if if yeah. they had Newton, I'm I'm with you. But I but I think Nick Foles though I think is what's going to help them kind of sniff the playoffs. But they're not getting in. They're not the they're not a wild card team in my opinion. They're not a playoff team. They're just going to be a ten win team that missed out on the playoffs, and that's that. See, I think even with Nick Foles, I think you could make the argument seven and nine. But I I really I don't see them. I mean, I'll give you eight and eight actually. Because, like you said, there there is the question that I had them losing against Atlanta because I think that offense and Atlanta's defense did get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't, like I said, I don't believe in Trubisky. I, I mean, it, with Foles, 
you have a chance, but it's still in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, uh, against Carolina, that that could go either way. You could, like I said, you can make the argument against the Rams, um, even though I don't think the Rams are going to be as bad as everyone says. I think they're going to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, well, than what people are expecting. I don't think, you know, I'm not thinking the Super Bowl again, but um, I think they could win against Tennessee at Tennessee. But with that defense, I'm not even sure. So I don't know. I, like, I don't see them. I, I don't see them winning against Minnesota at all, even mm-hmm. in Chicago, because I think that Vikings defense is something but, you know, just ridiculous. I think it's the best defense in the division right now. I agree that the Bears defense does look a lot better this year than last year. Mm-hmm. And last year it was good. But um, you have to have offense. I think uh, teams have figured out Tariq Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think them getting rid of Jordan Howard was a complete mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started, They once they started writing David Montgomery mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the year, they were starting to do a lot better. Mm-hmm. But it still wasn't enough. Um, and I think they need um, – I I like Allen Robinson, but I think you're a lot higher on him mm-hmm. than I am. And I think the reason is is um, he was so – he was very talented at, when he was with Jacksonville. And it was like, oh, man, if he can do that in Jacksonville, you know, look what he can do. But – the receiver position he's good but he just he just doesn't do it for me it's still not uh, it's still not elite to me i mean he's a reliable he's got reliable hands no i mean i'm not arguing that but you know to me he's not a scary receiver if i'm a cornerback going against him i'm not entirely scared of him um so anyway i i just well, for me it's really hard to believe that chicago can can get over 8 and 8 I got you. Well, here, let me say this about Robinson. This is why I'm a little high on him. With Trubisky as his number one, as his quarterback throwing him the ball, he caught 98 passes for eleven over 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns. So, I mean, Trubisky is not that great of a quarterback, but the fact that mm-hmm. Allen Robinson is still putting up those kind of stats in this division, and we can all agree that the Packers were better last year, the Vikings were better last year, and can we agree that the defenses aren't going to be that much better if if at all better, I think they'll each take a step back this season. And I think you have someone like Nick Foles who likes to throw to a talented receiver. That's why like Alshon Jeffrey flourished a lot um, with the Eagles when Nick Foles was throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I really think that that is going to make a, a pretty big difference. And I think, yeah. you know, I think uh, Cohen, you know, with Nagy's creativity, I think Cohen can be, a little bit more than what he was last year. Cause Cohen, I think can easily get back to what he was two seasons ago when the offense was actually somewhat productive and he was a dual threat in terms of passing and running. Um, and I do agree like Jordan Howard, you know, is that kind of stable back that you wanted. Yeah. But now you've got to kind of rely on Cohen. Who's not a third down back or a three down back. No. You know, he's someone that he's someone that's going to be a change of speed, but you need someone in between the tackles and that's not Cohen. So I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. But I do think that Nagy, with this offense, will find a way to, to tailor it to Foles. And I think that this offense is going to be pretty productive. And I agree, the tight end's kind of like – it's really weird. It's really up in the air 
a lot of a lot of hands Just there for no reason. Why they have five tight ends? It's almost like they wanted to draft uh, tight ends because it was cheaper than drafting offensive linemen. So you know, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see fun. how this is going to play out. But they Possible. do they did draft a, a tight end out of uh, USC, your favorite college, and he's six seven, and he's a rookie going in, which tells me he's going to be a total red zone target. Um, yeah. You know, which was basically the Bears' offense last year, but Trubisky. You know, when he'd get 10 yards to the end zone, he'd throw it 20 yards into the stands. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I like Komet, uh, the kid out of Notre Dame uh, that they drafted. I thought that was a really good pick. Uh, I like Jimmy Graham. Um, I think he could be way more talented than what he has been showing. Um, so, I mean, I do hope that he is he's good in Chicago. Um, but with Foles, he does like to go to the receivers. So I'm with you. I think, I think Robinson would be better with Foles rather than Trubisky. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, Foles doesn't like to go to tight ends. So all these tight ends, it's going to be completely useless. Mm-hmm. And I think also you're going to, um, I think what the Bears are trying to do is they're trying to do a little bit of what the Raiders did last year where, you know, in the red zone, they had all three tight ends and they had three tight ends who could catch the ball at any time. Mm-hmm. And you could put the, you could put one of the tight ends at the fullback position or, uh, you know, at the line of scrimmage, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So, and I, that's not full strength. I think Foles loves to go to receivers, which again, makes sense. I mean, he's a quarterback, of course, but, um, in the red zone, the tight ends become a really big target. And I think we're still looking at Foles from Philadelphia. And really, he's only had success in Philadelphia. When he's gone away, mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything. I mean, you look at the Rams. When he was with the Rams, I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. And yes, you could say, all right, that was Jeff Fisher because Foles didn't look good. Or not Foles. Or we're talking about Foles. Goff. Um, you know, that's a, that's a good argument, you know, no question here. Then he goes to Jacksonville, he goes with Marone, and, you know, Marone's obviously not a quarterback guru. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you could make the argument that Bortles looked at least serviceable when he was with Jacksonville. Uh, there was a point where a lot of people were making the argument that, hey, maybe Bortles should be um, the, you know, should be signed to a, a, a semi-big contract. And so, I don't know, it's just, for me, I haven't. I don't have enough evidence to say Foles is going to really take Chicago over the top. I think they traded for him because they're saying, "Listen, Trubisky, if you don't do this, man, we're going to Foles, and Foles, we can keep in the rest of the year because everyone's going to say, well, I don't want to see Trubisky again.'" Mm-hmm. So I think it's. I think it's lighting. I think Trubisky is climbing a rope, and they lit the fire on the rope, and they're saying, "Climb." And hopefully you don't get caught by the fire. You know, that's a good so one. That that's what I see mm-hmm. uh, with the Bears, and I think it's just going to make it. And I don't think Nagy wants Foles. I think Nagy wanted Foles to encourage Shabitsky. But um, you know, we'll see. I mean, that's uh, I could be completely wrong, and hey, maybe I'm completely right. Who knows? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going right. to hold my breath for it. Yeah. All right. Who is so? Uh, I did my. Two. Right. So who's your second place team? My second place team is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I really like the Vikings. I'm very high on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them at the same record that they had last year, which was 10 and six. 
My only issue is there's a guy uh, at the quarterback position that I'm just not super fond of. And I don't believe in Cousins. He's had a few years. He's had great defenses. Mm -hmm. He's had really good receivers. And they can just barely make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And it drives me nuts. (laughs) (laughs) But they really don't have that ridiculous of a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, you could easily make the argument that they could go 11 and five because I had them losing at week five against Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a winnable game, but the reason I had Minnesota losing, I want you, do you have the schedule in front of you right now for the Vikings the Vikings? Yeah, I do. Okay. Look at the time slot and the network it's on for which team do you want me to see? For week- Five Minnesota Vikings against Seattle. That is uh, at Seattle, mm-hmm. Sunday night football. Kirk Cousins cannot get it done in <laughs> prime time. And I think it's going to continue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, I think I have him winning on Monday night football against the Bears, I think. I don't well, that's week now. 10, so yeah. Yeah, um, I think I was up in the air about that one just because it was it was prime time. Mm-hmm. But um, I think at that point I was still like, you know. But I th- I think you could make the argument that Chicago could win that game, no question. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't get easier as the schedule continues. I think when you look at from uh, when you when you go to when you go to Chicago in week ten. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be tough. Then you go home against Dallas, and I think Dallas is a worse team, so I think that could be an easy win. But then they play Carolina, mm-hmm. who, again, I, I think I'm a lot higher on. I think that's going to be a tough game. Then they play Jacksonville at home. They have three straight weeks, so they could easily go 3-0. and So that could be – if they go 3-0 and in those three weeks, I think that's going to seal it for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But then they play – at Tampa Bay. So if they lose one of those games, I think that could really hurt them because then they go at Tampa Bay. Then they have to go, then they play at home against Chicago, which I should, I have them as a win. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they go to new Orleans again. And then, so that's four straight. Yeah. Four straight. No, I'm sorry. Two straight weeks. They're, they're going to be away um, new Orleans and then at Detroit to end it. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, I think, I think you can make the argument that Detroit could win that game. Um, I'm just banking on Minnesota's uh, defense mm-hmm. in that game. So um, I just don't like Cousins. I just mm-hmm. he hasn't proven it to me. And honestly, I think the receiving core has gotten worse. I like Justin Jefferson that they drafted. I think mm-hmm. that was a good pick. But I don't. I don't see him being a Stephon Diggs. You know what I mean? Sure. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of – and they don't utilize Kyle Rudolph. We talked about this last week. You know, I think Kyle Rudolph could be a top-10 tight end, but they never use him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost insane that they don't use him. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I want to see a few things from Minnesota. Obviously, I want to see Dalvin Cook be um, injury-free all year because that's going to be a big, uh, a big thing for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just think he lost a little bit on the offense, so I think it's going to be all defense. And 
you know, defense will win you games, but I think when you have a uh, when you have a playoff push, you do need some of the offense, and it's going to be tough against some of the teams that they play from week ten on. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. Well, why don't so, you go ahead and finish? Who do you have number one? Obviously, uh, I have the Green Bay I Packers. have the Green Bay Packers. Yes, okay. I have them at eleven and five. So just one more game ahead of the Vikings, and here's why: you made a good point that they did not draft what they needed. They need a receiver and they needed a receiver all year when Devonte Adams was hurt. Okay. So I'm not arguing that, but my argument here is they still went 13 and three and you could say, well, you know, it wasn't that tough of a schedule. Valid point. That's why I think they lose two more games this year, mm-hmm. but it is a tough road schedule, but when they are home, they really have a favorable home schedule mm-hmm. um i think they steal one from minnesota i think they win both games against chicago and i think they win both games against detroit i really do mm-hmm. um, and i think those those games right there that's a big chunk already mm-hmm. you know and i think that's what's going to put them over the edge they have jacksonville at home um they have um where was it? atlanta at home uh, Philadelphia, I think, is a losable game for them, but that mm-hmm. also could be a win. We don't know what Philadelphia is going to look like because they did semi get better, but I, I mean, it's a, it's it's a it's almost the same situation as Green Bay. I don't see them really getting better, but mm-hmm. they still, you know, made it to the playoffs. So, you know, there's a little bit of that, but um you know they have carolina at home and like i said i'm high on carolina but i don't think you can go into green bay at week 15 (laughs) december 20th i just don't see carolina winning in that kind of environment Mm -hmm. and then um they have tennessee at home and uh, again i i just don't see tennessee winning in that environment and it's going to be a nbc game and (laughs) aaron Rodgers loves those games so for me, you know, yes, they. you're right. They did not get better, and mm-hmm. I think that's why they take a step back. But they do have Aaron Rodgers, and I kind of think as well, and I think this is why I might be a little bit higher on Green Bay than you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this might be one of those those years where it's kind of like a free agency year, and I'm putting up air quotes because for Aaron Rodgers because mm-hmm. I think – uh, there is a to me there is a huge possibility that Aaron Rodgers after this year is saying I'm out mm-hmm. I am pulling the Brett Favre and you guys want me to mold this kid that you drafted guess what it's not happening mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave before you before you he gets a chance to really see what I can do mm-hmm. I I think that's a very possibility because Brett Favre was a jerk when it came to uh, them drafting Aaron Rodgers. But I think Aaron Rodgers' personality is way more jerky than what Brett Favre was. (laughs) And I think he can hold a grudge more than Favre. Uh Um, And it's funny now because they're like really good friends. (laughs) It's like a similar similar, uh, career for both of them. Like they both won one Super Bowl and arguably one of the most talented quarterbacks we've seen in the game. And you're right. you know, <laughs> both played for the same team and uh, their team drafted a quarterback when they were still kind of in a prime. And mm-hmm. so yep. it's like, it's eerily similar, but I think what Rogers has that Favre didn't was 
Rogers saw it happen. Uh-huh. And so I really feel like Rogers is going to say, well, I learned under Brett Favre because of Brett Favre, he didn't leave. Yeah. And so I sat there for three straight years. I'd rather leave and not, not let this kid get a chance and make the Green Bay fans wish that they kept Aaron Rodgers and wish they didn't draft this kid. Mm-hmm. I feel really bad for Jordan Love if that does happen. Yeah. Because it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is going to need those three years like Aaron Rodgers had. And I think, I really do. I really think this is Aaron Rodgers. I, I have no inside source. I have... He's not said one thing about it, but I just have a really strong feeling that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a Packer next year. I think I give that two more seasons before he's either traded or holds out or something. And uh, I would not be surprised if he goes back to a California team um, Mm -hmm. or if the Las Vegas Don't Raiders Vegas. make make, a, make the biggest Don't push for him Vegas. in history. I just said Vegas. I could see that happening, but yeah. I you know Gruden would be like, "Oh, yeah. oh yes. Oh my god, he would do it. He would be beside <laughs> himself." So, okay, so you have Green Bay I like going. this guy. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> um and okay, so you have Green Bay as your winner in this division. I have the Minnesota Vikings winning this division uh at 10 and 6. So, I have oh, them have the same record. Yeah, so I have them uh-huh. beating out the Bears for um, the divisional win, but I don't have either one in the wild card race. I think that there's better NFC teams that would get wild card one and two. An argument uh-huh. could be made that the NFC West, which we'll talk about in a few weeks, could easily have three teams in the playoffs. Arguably, like I yeah. think that I think that there's uh-huh. I think there's four. I think all four teams could be that good where three out of those four teams are in the playoffs, which is a scary thought. But, um, but anyways, um, I just think that the Vikings, I think they took a big step back in their defense. They're losing a really good cornerback. They're losing their well-known nose tackle in Griffin. Um, they're, I mean, they drafted some rookies to come back and keep some of that strength, but, um, Mm -hmm. I really don't think that their defense is going to be, um, their anchor any longer. I think that they're going to be obviously a primary, uh, primarily an offensive team. Um, their offensive line is still elite for sure. It's at least top three or top five in the league uh, yeah. amongst all the teams. And I think one of the things that I agree with you about Kirk Cousins, but here's a couple of things that is surprising is he has actually thrown or turned the ball over less since he's been in Minnesota as his, as his time has gotten longer there. Um, he's, his first year there, he threw 10 interceptions this last season. He only threw six and he did throw two interceptions against green Bay, I believe in week 14, but that was the first interceptions he threw since week 12. And he only threw six all season. So he is taking the care of the ball better. And I really do think that's because of the protection. Cause when he was in, um, uh, the, when he was with Washington, they didn't have an offensive line that stayed healthy. And mm-hmm. it made him make really poor decisions when he was pressured. When obviously, when you pressure him, he can he doesn't make the right decision because Green Bay was able to throw ha, pressure him into two turnovers when they played in their last matchup of last season. You know because because yeah. their defense was that good. I do think though that um, Thielen though is um, not a Diggs elite wide receiver, but I think he is a um, he is a spry receiver that's going to get open because he can go outside he can go slot and I do think that he's going to play off of a lot of the quick slants the you know the quick outs 
um, which is kind of he reminds me of like a a a bigger Julian Edelman. So to your point, um, I was going to say be... a more athletic Julian Edelman. I see yeah. him as more athletic. I don't see like he's not nearly as he's not nearly as big, but I think he's a little bit more athletic. He can do a little I mean, bit taller. More sure sure whatever uh i think he i think he's got a little bit more attributes than julian edelman which edelman is good he can play out he can play in the slot so he's a versatile receiver um i do think though that the uh vikings though for their number two receiver will just have like kind of a rotation in there rather than just stick to one primary guy and i think that's going to get them by because i really do think that they're going to rely on dalvin cook a lot and with that offensive line um obviously dalvin cook's going to get a majority of the carries he can catch the ball out of the backfield and he is probably one of the fastest running backs in the entire league he is sneaky fast and i think though again they're not going to win more games than last season but i think because of the turmoil with the other three teams they're the most i think they're the most ready to win and get into the playoffs but i don't think that they're going to win the super bowl so i think with green bay's dysfunction between rogers and the in the front office which basically you made as your point in your argument to them is what my argument is on why they won't be that good of a team any longer because they won't be unified yeah. they'll be behind rogers and they'll they'll be standoffish with lafleur yeah which i mean you're right it could go either way i mean it could be the driving force of why they do so well and it could be the driving force of why they they miss out on the playoffs so right and the, and the chicago bears again i have them as the same record as minnesota vikings but i have them losing to the vikings just out of tiebreaker because i don't think that they can beat the vikings two games in a row you know no. And again, you and I are kind of saying your ceiling for them is eight wins. My ceiling for them is 10 wins. So we're really just talking about a game and a half, two games here that can go either way for one of them. But in my opinion, the Vikings is the most sound team that can get into the playoffs. But again, their defense is going to be something that could probably keep them out of the playoffs because they lost so many key players. You know, one of the reasons why their defense was so good is they had Xavier, um, Oh, um, Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, Xavier Rhodes on the on the corner to kind of lock people down. You did have Griffin in the inside that could penetrate, and now you don't have either one. And a and an argument could be made that your defense now is lessened, and you didn't really get back the same talent that you lost. So I think everyone in this division, I think all the main defensive, such as Green Bay, Chicago is the only defense I kind of believe in that's going to improve, but not by much. And the Vikings, I think, is going to take a step back. But I think the Vikings overall are a better team. Yeah, I mean, I I like Eric Hendricks a lot. And I think he's really, he's such a smart uh, linebacker. And I, I really don't think he gets the credit that he really needs. Um, because he is just, he's very, very good. He's always in the right position. Um and I think Xavier Rhodes, you're right. He was one of those, you know, uh, you know, one of those talented cornerbacks. But last year, he wasn't as good as he normally is. And I'm not saying he was terrible, but he really wasn't great or that good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was just an okay corner. I think he was, you could make the argument he was just serviceable at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and Griffin, he, yes, he was a, he was a good guy to have in the middle of the defense, but he was getting a little bit longer in the tooth, um, which kind of slows production. So, I mean, he's good for the run game against the run game. Um, but you know, when you get older, you're not really putting that much pressure on the quarterback as you normally did. Yeah. Uh, so 
for me, it wasn't seeing those two guys and going, oh, man, you know, the Vikings are, that's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But they have so much talent everywhere else, you know, that it's that's going to, you know, improve. I th- I see the Vikings as still a really good defense because they still have Eric Hendricks. Uh, shout out, you know, guys from Fresno. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so is his brother. Um, but um, he Kendricks is he is a one of the better linebackers in my opinion in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think he's talked about a lot because you know everyone remembers Xavier Rhodes and you know Griffin and all that. But Hendricks is the one who's putting those guys in those in those positions. I mean he he kind of could go toe to toe with like a Luke Keekley. Mm-hmm. Or uh, like a Ray Lewis, um, and talking about mind wise, not mm-hmm. necessarily like brute force, but his his uh, mentals, yeah, his mentals. <laughs> so he he's a really bright guy, and and he's man, he knows the game. So uh, that's why I still have a good feeling about the Vikings. I'm not sure they make the playoffs. I mean, it's ten and six. They definitely have the potential with the new, um, with the new playoff format and all that, but. You know, there are a few teams that you could make an argument for. You know, the the Cowboys or the Eagles could make a push. You never mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, the Saints, Buccaneers, Falcons. I mean, I would argue possibly Panthers. I don't think they're going to get there. But, um, you know, definitely I think the Falcons have a chance. And then we talk about the the NFC West. I mean, you, you could potentially have three teams go to the mm-hmm. playoffs. So, um, that's why it's hard for me to say I think the Vikings are definitely getting in. I mean, obviously, I have the Packers winning the division, so they're getting in. Mm-hmm. But the Vikings do have a chance, and so and they always seem to be in this position. They never seem to be in a position where, well, the Vikings are definitely going to the playoffs. Who do you think they're going to play? It's always, right. well, the Vikings could go to the playoffs. I think we can – I think for the last th- – well, two to three seasons. I'll say two seasons. No, 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 no. I'll say three seasons because Case Keenum, they had a lot of success. Since they've had their mm-hmm. coach with them, he's been able to coach them up to play above their standards, you know, I will yeah. say. Um, but another thing, too, though, is there's a legit three seasons where we never question Minnesota on them getting into the playoffs or their ability to get in the playoffs we question how good they're going to be um, when the playoffs come on. What team are we getting? Are we getting the juggernaut team that kind of runs through the league? Because Mm -hmm. there's three seasons where, you know, they look like they're the best team in all of football. And then when they, when they get into the playoffs, all of a sudden they're not all flat on their face. Oh, absolutely. So, (laughs) you know, I think for the last three seasons, we can legit say that the Vikings are, a great team that gets into the playoffs and it's never a question of will they get into the playoffs it's a question of when they get there what will happen will they be successful will they fold you know what's going to happen because I can honestly say like there's like four teams that we can in the NFC that we always argue who's going to get in the playoffs you know like um, there's in my opinion the Vikings uh, you know you make the argument for um, for New Orleans um some seasons atlanta you know wishy-washy kind of atlanta um Mm -hmm. and then now it's the 49ers they're a legit team that could probably get in there like you know all four years and then seattle so we'll say we'll say those five four or five teams right and you can make the argument green bay green bay always seems to be around the playoffs too right but consistently the last three years it's been the vikings and it's just when they get to the when they get to the playoffs 
they just don't seem to have any magic. It seems like they use it all up in the in the regular season. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we're in agreement that they have a really good chance. I mean, you have them in the playoffs, no question. Mm-hmm. Um, mine would be they would have to be wild card winners, mm-hmm. and I mean, if they make it in, I I don't see them going very far. So I think we're in agreement in that perspective. The most ironic part is the two teams that you and I are basically saying are going to be the division winners comes down to their quarterbacks, you know, like, yeah, like that matters. (laughs) Well, I mean, what's funny is it's like, you would think like between quarterbacks, like Aaron Rodgers or cousins. And you're like, no doubt Rodgers. Yeah. But then you're like, well, hold on now. Cause you have to look at the team. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, like, yeah. unfortunately there's been the last three seasons, green Bay hasn't really had a team like they did last year. And the Vikings have, you know, they've been pretty consistent throughout the last three seasons. And, yeah. you know, this upcoming season, who do you believe in more to stay consistent? You know? Yeah, true. I'll give you that. Well, that was good. That was good. There wasn't a lot of arguing. Um, I was a little blown away with the with the Bears and Green Bay thing, but you, know, um, you weren't so triggered by some of my predictions, you know. I felt like I needed to lay low on this episode. Just wait till we get to the East, and I say Zach Ertz sucks, and then you're gonna freaking flip your computer over there. Yeah, I will. <laughs> he doesn't, um, by the way, folks. I don't believe that. <laughs> um, yeah, I got I got some pushback with uh, Greg Olson being in my top 10 but that's you know whatever i don't care it's my, <laughs> my top 10 whatever and yours see when i argued with you you were like well it's my my list yeah. so what are you gonna do about <laughs> so, it <laughs> all right i i can argue all you all i want but i'm not changing your mind so <laughs> that's that <clears throat> anyway cody good job by you man did it you did good you brought your a game um well, I would say you brought your B game, you know. With the, I felt like I brought a B game, you know. The paper the Bears and Packers and whatever. Yeah, the the paper was a B, but I was hoping to sweet talk the teacher into getting an A. But you know, it's solid B's are still good. <laughs> solid B. Solid B. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with B, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, we had we always have fun doing this. I mean, even if it's a little more serious than when we do two bays, it's still really fun. I mean, this is like stuff that we really like are passionate about. When we talk on two bays, we're just like, you know, whatever. So with this one, you know, we do research and stuff. So, hey, that's good. Um, but we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please rate and review. Uh, go to uh, Google Podcasts. Go to, uh, we are now on iHeart uh, Podcast, which is great. We just uh, finally got accepted into iheart so that's pretty cool um apple podcast and um i'm missing one spotify spotify <laughs> i wanted to say um android and i was like well that does that's not right at all <laughs> so sorry spotify if you're listening my bad uh, but yeah go to any of those major podcasts we are on all of them uh, you know, go rate and review. Everything helps for sure. Um, if you if you've done a rating on um, Apple, go to Spotify and rate on there, or go to iHeart. Well, and go to iHeart and go to Google, <laughs> and just write the same review. It's okay. We'll we'll take it. <laughs> no, but we appreciate all the love and support. Uh, hey, uh, you know, go check out FNX. They got some really cool stuff. 
Um, if you want to get a discount from us, uh, go to our website. We have a link to our discount. And uh, you can go check out all the athletic gear. I have uh, the protein bars. I have the protein shake. And once I'm done with my other creatine, I will be getting their creatine. And then I got their uh, workout shirt. So I got a lot of stuff from that. <laughs> so, and I love it. I, honestly, the protein shake is like my favorite. I get mad when I don't use it. Like if I have to do something that day and I can't work out. So I'm a little upset when I when that happens. But, you know, life happens, I guess. But uh, go check them out. They got great stuff, guys. Um, you know, stay safe. I know uh, things are starting to kind of open up a little bit more. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we can be reckless again. Please uh, continue to wash your hands. Continue to wear your mask. Uh, you know, keep that distance, you know, just, you know, be smart about it. There are still people who could potentially get sick from this. So, uh, please continue to, uh, keep yourself, your family and other people safe. Um, Cody, any final words from you? Well said on the washing the hands and being safe. Um, one last thing, guys, don't forget to visit DrewGoatSportsTalk.com. If you go to our homepage, you can visit all of our, uh, episodes, our social media content, um, uh, you can also leave us a topic if you want us to cover any sort of sport topic or you have a question for us. Yes, leave on, yes, that. leave it on the website. We'd love to talk about it on the show. Give you guys a shout out for uh, sharing it with us. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Drew Code Sports Talk. And I think that's it, Drew. So are you just telling me that I forgot a lot of stuff? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, no, you did a good job, man. I appreciate it. So. Uh, just like what Cody said, you know, go check all that stuff out. We appreciate everything. We appreciate all the listens and the downloads. So thank you guys very much. And hey, we'll see you next week.